What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday show brought to you by the Great Earth Podcast. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, <laughs> Austin, buddy, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, I'm just fucking fantastic. Uh, I actually have something I want to talk about. It's been kind of like bothering me all day. So <clears throat> my wife sent you a link to it. Uh, Disney Plus released a 12-minute short. Oh, okay, yeah. Pixar. It's called Out. Basically, it's... I didn't watch it, but I guess it's about a guy who comes out as gay? I guess? I don't know. I think it's, I think it's him coming out to his, his like, parents. Okay, so we got to talk about this because I started thinking about it all day, and I was like, well, I guess that's all right, but... Truth of the matter is, I don't think that should be on there. Like, I don't think kids need to be watching that. Just saying, but I don't know. Everyone's opinion is different. I just feel like that's one step closer to, hey, let's put trans stuff on there. We know how that topic goes. I'm just saying, I don't know if that's something. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past Disney, but I don't know if that really should be on there. That's just my opinion. What do you think about it? Um, I think for a secular company to have a video video about I, I I haven't watched it, but I'm assuming he's a teenager. I don't uh, know. I didn't like watch a, like an upper yeah. teenager. So, uh, coming out, I don't have a super major problem with it because, like, I would rather Disney have a video about a movie about a kid coming out than some kid who thinks he's gay but doesn't know how to do it and has no idea of how to do it and he hangs himself in the bathroom <laughs> very graphic here's the way i'm looking at it dude last I thing i want to do is walk into the living room see some gay see some gay kid hanging like a christmas light right <laughs> brian no he's, just like, <laughs> <chilling there. laughs> he's like i'm in fear i have to kill myself <laughs> anyway now the walk in your issue... walk in your his younger brothers just swinging it back and forth like Yay! Having fun, right? Like, what are you doing? Oh, he's just chilling. He's got a noose around his neck. The retard comes in pinata. Well, here's my issue with it, dude. The thing is, who's watching Disney Plus? Yes, a lot of grown adults, because a lot of grown adults happen to like comic book movies and such. But that's not the point. The point is, you got um, a lot of kids on there. And my opinion on the matter is kids can think they're gay, but they really don't know what they are. And the way I'm going to raise my kids in my household is you are a human being. That is that. Until you're 18, you're a human being. You don't know what you want. We'll talk about this stuff, yes, but I don't want my kids being exposed to the LGBT shit that's being like forced down their throats all the time. But, again, there are people that... That's a good point. Like, how do you tell your kids that? And then also, then also, how do you feel about um, like some teenager who there's some movie about a teenager who gets a girlfriend? Right, that's the thing too. Because so, like so, my opinion, well, for me, it's like I don't want to see any of it. Like, I would really rather my kids not watch shows about boyfriends and girlfriends or girlfriends and girlfriends, boyfriends and boyfriends, X Men and Avenger mutants getting together. Do you get what I'm saying? Like. I'd rather my kids not know about that stuff until they get older. So, like, I think when you're, like, 13, 14, it's perfectly okay to start talking about what happens when you have an attraction to someone. But 
I wouldn't well, necessarily be like, yeah, you are gay. You're totally gay. You're like 14. You don't even know. I think the contradictory, the contradictory argument there is um, Disney probably doesn't see Disney Plus as a kids-only service. And that it's up to the parents to regulate what their kids watch. If you don't want your kids to watch it, maybe don't put it on for them or make sure that or have them be be vigilant and watching what they watch. I know that's not. So I think that's just a contradictory argument there is like, hey, Disney Plus is releasing adult stuff to Disney Plus as well. Like the Mandalorian isn't necessarily a kid's show. I'm well, sure no. kids, some kids can enjoy it, but I'm, I'm sure Disney's argument is like, hey, if you don't want them to see it, then that's on you to not let your kid watch it. Well, you We're know not... it's geared towards children, though. Animated short film. It looks like it's for children. Like I said, I didn't watch it, dude. Mostly because I'm, I don't really care. I'm like, I don't really have time to watch it. I don't I don't have Disney+. Plus. I got rid of it a long time ago. The only person in this house that was watching it was my daughter. And I was like, you know what? You'll be fine without Lizzie McGuire and shit. <laughs> You'll be all right. Nobody watches it in this house but her. And I was like, well, that's not worth the $6. It's cheap, but I was basing it off of, like, who watches what? Everybody in this house watches Hulu and Netflix, both of which I fucking hate and would love to get rid of. But Netflix comes with a phone bill, so it's free. And then Hulu has wrestling, which is where I watch my wrestling. So... It's more a case of I just got rid of it because I was like, hey, it's not really doing much for me except for costing money. But if I were the parent, yeah, I mean, you definitely need to watch what your kids are watching. That's the problem. A lot of parents kind of expect these studios and these streaming companies to be the adult for them, which that's why I always thought it was kind of funny that they made a DVR, like the option to record shit, right? Well, your kids can record stuff, too. And people were mad about that. They're like, how can kids can access everything on cable? Why are our teenagers allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead so easily? Well, the argument from those companies was you should probably be watching the kids. Well, yeah, you need to – you should never – here it is. You should never sit your kid down in front of a TV and just go, here you go. Here's the remote. Like, dude, call me a Nazi, but my daughters are only allowed to watch what I put on. I don't let them stream through shit. I don't let them pick shit. I go, what do you want? And then I read it first, and then I'm like, okay – some stuff I'm okay with, like uh, Olivia watches some show called The Adventures of, or The Journey of Gumball something or whatever, right? It's, you know, so you've heard of it, but like, it does talk a lot about boyfriends and girlfriends. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I really want you watching this, but the good news is they don't actually show boyfriend and girlfriend shit. We need to talk about a scene in that is so funny. So one of the teachers in The Adventures of Gumball is a balloon, okay? Right. And so this balloon floats over to the kids and they're all eating and they're not eating their vegetables. And there's a big eggplant sitting on the, um, sitting on the thing. And this teacher goes, well, you kids, you need to eat your fruits and vegetables because you eat your fruits and vegetables. And she opens up her balloon on the top of this eggplant. And she's like trying to slurp this eggplant up and she's screaming at the top of her lungs. <laughs> she's screaming, to make you big and strong. She sucks up. She's sweating. She's breathing all hard. And then and the and one of the kids goes, "If you were talking, where's the eggplant?" And it cuts. Right. Dude, a lot of these, a lot of these shows are very dirty. And Gumball they're so funny. There's so many adult gar- jokes, and they're so funny. Oh yeah, I've caught a ton. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But 
my daughter is just like I was when I was watching SpongeBob. Because I'm going to say, dude, SpongeBob was one of the dirtiest shows out there. But it takes watching it to understand why. There's a lot of sexual innuendo going on in there, but it's one of those things where they were smart enough to get away with it. They're like, how do we throw this in there without people really noticing or at least getting caught for it? People are always like, yo, we don't have a mainstream TV show character that's gay. SpongeBob is the gayest cartoon character I've ever seen in my entire life. But see, I'm fine with that because they don't really... Yeah, and he has the biggest crush on Squidward. It's hilarious. Oh, 100%. And Squidward, even though he's like the most hated character there is in there, he's gay too. Like 100%. There's a lot of gay about him. But what I love I don't, about I don't, him I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't think Squidward's gay. I think he has like two girlfriends throughout the thing. I don't think Squidward's oh, yeah, gay. Yeah, that's true. He does. I, think that's Sp- true. I think SpongeBob is very gay and he likes Squidward and Squidward's pissed off because some gay kid keeps following him around. Well, <laughs> What's interesting, too, is they may not say it, but Mr. Krabs is black. That's a black man. They just don't say it. You know what I mean? Like, they keep it quiet, and that's why SpongeBob is genius, and I wish shows would do that more, because even though you can catch it as an adult, these kids don't know that. And that's why I have a problem with shows like Out, where it's just straightforward, and you're like, wait a minute, hold on, whoa, wait till this kid's a teenager so they can go, that dude right there, he's an N-word. That's <laughs> I'm hoping they never say that, but like, I would rather her go, is he black? And I'm like, yeah, he's fine. <laughs> so I'm Mr. Black Crabs, BLM, and you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> anything. But no, I wanted to talk about that just because Chanel sent me a link to it, and I'm not going to lie, I thought it was fake because I was like, this animation looks terrible. But then I Googled it, and it's on there, dude. It's just like Disney Plus, 12 minutes short from Pixar, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, they, they must be making money because nobody's stopping them. I mean, there's probably outrage, especially from a lot of, like, the extreme right, like, Christian community. Because they bitch about everything. I mean, these are the people that bitch about Disney Marvel and shit like that. They bitch about <laughs> everything. Yeah, they were, all, they were all triggered that this is the same group that was like, oh, my God, um, the Hulk and... Black Widow were in a relationship and that's sodomy or whatever. <laughs> well, could you imagine getting done in by that big motherfucker? <laughs> that's an anti film. It's just a mat just doing it. She's like smacking it. She's like, babe, babe, stop. No. <laughs> Hulk angry. Hulk smash. No. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, so- Natasha. Hey, what's this uh, rumor about Biden making an energy plan? And so a bunch of people's like electricity went out, like power went out, like all over the nation. Oh no! Okay, you hear about that bullshit? No, so so we've hit a cold snap. So in like in San Antonio, it was like eleven degrees. Oh fuck! So I can see what happened there. Yeah, <laughs> and so like all everybody's using their um, gas and electric, using their um, like gas around their furnaces and stuff. Right. And so there's like energy blackouts now because they're trying. They're using all the um, natural gas up. Fucking idiots! That's the problem right there. <laughs> if there had been a giant, I don't know. Maybe we should have a pipeline that goes from Canada into the night into the United States. Yes. Now um, we know how that, efficient that could, oil energy is. Well, maybe we should have a pipeline for natural gas that just comes from Canada straight to the United States into some of the most populated cities in the world. Wait a minute, that sounds like the Keystone Pipeline, you freaking old coot. 
Seriously. <laughs> Some guy called me a kook the other day. I love that band. Sorry. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Um, I can't ignore this anymore. Is that aluminum foil on the end of your microphone? Yes. Okay. So, so the microphone's pretty good. It's got really good. It picks up a lot, which sucks. Right. New, new chair, no more squeaks. Praise the Lord. Oh, dude, I'm still sitting on Grandpa. I need a new chair. <laughs> this thing's breaking. No, but um, so under here, uh, next to this Holy cord, shit. you see that giant piece of you see that metal right there? On is like the snap part missing? No, so that's just how it's designed. There's a piece of the wire oh. out. So what happens? I'll be in the middle of talking, and you know that buzzing you kept hearing? Yeah. It was this picking up radio signals. Oh, bro, I knew it. I knew it couldn't be my shit. So, like, <laughs> I thought it was mine because I used a splitter to connect my headphones and all that. Yeah. And one of the cords that you plug something in is coming out. The wires are undone. So, I'm like, that's what the problem. But then there's times where I just don't hear anything. So, I'm like, is it me? Like, I'm sitting here fucking with it. So, this little piece of metal on the end is picking up a freaking radio signals and sending oh. them through so i did i was sitting here talking to somebody and all of a sudden faintly you could hear like kygo <laughs> in our <laughs> you could hear people like talking and music and we're both like what the heck and he goes dude i think your 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 microphone is picking up radio signals and so i had to do like i have to do like a redneck um alien uh alien believer and cover it up with a uh, freaking aluminum foil so that the signal doesn't get into his brain. Huh. Gotta rig that thing if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that means it's efficient though. So like mine is a $40 arm. Like I'm grateful I have it. I've never had anything this nice but before we end this boring topic the part that goes onto the desk that screws on yeah so Literally, it's a metal piece of plate that goes up, and then the bottom is the um, the screw. So right. as I'm screwing it, the screw starts going in sideways, and it fucks up. And then the plate, like, bent in half. Oh, Yeah, no. so this shit's, like, hanging by a thread. I gotta buy a new <laughs> one. New problem. Most places do not sell just that piece. You gotta buy a whole set. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, um, I don't want to do that. I'm getting ready for an upgrade here. I'm using, like, to to record the other shows I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I'm using a, like, virtual soundboard and it uses 100 percent of my disk space to run this uh, board and my recording software so it's horrendous so my computer just stops i'm stuck if while i'm recording it's frozen and it just goes see yeah that's what mine does like you'll freeze but you'll keep going then i'm like okay (laughs) i'm just gonna keep talking (laughs) No, my computer is kind of old. It's pretty new, but it's a couple years old. So tax time, I'm going to upgrade, dude. Probably a new laptop, probably a new everything. We'll see, though. i got to run that by the Y first. Um, speaking of moolah, what's the uh, deal with this whole third stimmy? I may have asked before, but I'm curious. Is that even going to happen? It's going to happen. Um, Democrats hold the Senate and the House, so it's probably going to get passed. It looks like 1400 bucks per person. And if you are a dependent over the age of 18, you will get this one directly. You won't have to wait till tax time. Oh, um, yeah. So and they're, they're going off of your 2020 taxes, too, so I'm not going to get butt-fucked, yeah. <laughs> which is nice. Because, uh, yeah, I was like, I could really use that stim money. 
Oh yeah, I'm behind. Missed got a few that, days because of Olivia's surgery. Got that layoff, layoff. That shit's rough, dude. A lot of people got laid off, and now they're getting. Well, actually, I've heard a lot of people aren't getting any more of the. Uh, what do you call that? Stay at home money. We'll just call it that. They're not getting unemployment, so now they're kind of fucked. Yeah. So uh, in January, I got laid off, and the last January I got laid off, and right. then COVID started getting better. They called me back. They're like, "Hey, you want to come back on?" So I got back on. And two weeks later, they reshut the whole state down again and laid me off a second time. <laughs> God damn, that's rough. But you've been making it a year slowly. I know you're yep. struggling. I um, the census really came through and yeah, um, saved my butt cheeks. So work for little, the census. Well, I'll close them cheeks. We got you. <laughs> yeah, the the sentiment, the census is. The easiest job I've ever done and the most money per hour I've ever made. So, <laughs> Well, that's good, though. You should stay well, with it, seriously. Well, the census is over now. It ended in October, so. True. Seasonal work is a pain in the ass, dude. I know people that live like that, like for a living, dude. They'll go work at Kohl's for, like, the winter, and then they go work somewhere else for the summer. And I'm like, dude, that's rough. It's not a guarantee. So what I'm doing now is I'm just bidding on contracts a couple – uh, a couple city council races, a couple state house races, you know, just basic stuff. City That's council this cool. year, state house next. Uh, looks like a governor's race somewhere in the country might uh, be picking me up. We'll see. Shit, that's more than I can say for myself, man. I'm still in the same business. But, uh, hey, maybe one day we'll be in the studio business. We'll do our own streaming service called the Great, you know, the Great Girth Network. There we go. <laughs> It Welcome sounds like a porn great system, but it's not. Network. I would love to do that. Where all of our shows are robust, but not very long. I've been thinking about this more and more. We really should consider getting an OnlyFans model on this show. It might be a full-on assault verbally, but I don't Never know, Never question. Why are you a hoe? <laughs> yes, I want to know. Like, why, well, okay, why, I'm not going to say it like that, you but gay? you know. Yeah, but because I make a lot of money, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they make a shit ton of money, especially the ones that charge, like, dirt cheap. So I know that we've talked about this a million times, but there's, like, a cap off on how much you can charge people. Just think about the people that post shit every day. They probably make decent money. I'm sure OnlyFans gets a percentage of that, though. Like, 25%. Yeah, I I know there's a lot of money in it. There's a lot of horny dudes that have way too much money, apparently. Oh, yeah. That, and it's just like I've said in the past episodes, man. Think of it as you get to see the high school sweetheart naked. You know what I mean? Like, it's a good business model. We should do one and just call it girth only. It could be a gay one. <laughs> There's a bunch of creepy asshole dudes on there. My my good thing is my high school sleep sweetheart. I hit that for free. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for free. <laughs> and then I said bye bye. No, nah, she more more. She said bye bye, and I was crying. But <laughs> hey, man, I know it sucks to hear, but think of it like this: Could you imagine if you did extend that and you got married, right? Right. And then she said bye. But that would suck worse. Like, oh, that would sucked a lot worse. I think it's much better to end things on a bad note when you don't have so much invested in each other, like a car and stuff like that, because. 
That's when shit gets really hairy. <laughs> no pun intended. But yeah, yeah the, um, relationships. Yeah, it was it was it was it was. We'll have to have a whole episode, a Saturday episode, where we just talk about previous relationships and how garbage they were. Dude, I'd be down because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of females out there that would love to ruin my life with shit that never <laughs> happened. So let me set the record straight. Like, you know how that goes. Tony <laughs> I want to get molest- me too. Tony molested me in the back of an RTD bus in South Waco. <laughs> like, bitch, I wasn't even in Waco in high school. <laughs> I was not at school, though, that's for sure. They got him. Oh, dude. Think about it like this. It goes back to the whole Kavanaugh thing. So could you imagine if we had like a trial and tribulation where whatever you did in high school was deemed a Me Too moment? So like basically being a man or being a boy, I should say, you dated a girl, you're making out. If that was deemed immature, you know, inappropriate, there we go, inappropriate, we would all be arrested with Harvey Weinstein. I'm actually low-key good because I was a nerd. <laughs> I'm not looking so good. I was a nerd, but I still fuck around with nerdy people. We'll just put it that way. But it's like, just yeah, baby, like, take hey, those no. glasses off. Uh-huh. Ooh, put them back on. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that would Oh, uh, what movie what movie is that from? Oh my god. Where, t- where she takes the um glasses off and she goes cross side, he goes, put it back on. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. What movie? That's it's a scary movie, I think. One of the scary movies, the funny ones. So let me see them eyes. Ooh, put those back on. Take them glasses off, it. Nope, put them back on. Fuck that. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, we should talk about relationships. But in the meantime, let's talk about how unrealistic relationships are these days. And you know what I'm talking about. Things are different now. Everybody has access to the internet. It's in their, well, yeah, it's in their pocket. So that's why I think that um, in the future, well, now actually, you're seeing a lot of porn addiction in our age group, especially older people, because of how easy it is. I remember how hard it was to get porn. I was literally at the breaking point. So middle school was where I started being able to get a hold of it, but I couldn't do it on the computer because our computer was a family computer. So that was like the worst thing you could do. You basically opened up your computer for a pile of AIDS. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't like Pornhub and all that. It wasn't right. like it is now, where it's more regulated and there's better security for it. So no matter what you looked at, it fucked up your computer or your phone or whatever. And phones at the time weren't very smart. So we always had to get mags, DVDs, and those were terrible, man. They were worse than the shit you see now. But then by the time I was like out of high school, it's when it was in full effect. You could look up porn like 24-7, dude. And I was like, damn, this is really easy. This is concerning. It was cool at first, but now I'm like, bro. Way too many people have high expectations now and unrealistic, too. And I'm talking men and women because, again, they have all these ideas in their head that they get from movies, music, especially porn, and they think that's real. And then they get into a room with someone that they've been texting and they don't know what the fuck to say to them. And then they act funny when they get into an argument or a disagreement because nobody spends time talking to each other. It's all text message email i sound like a dad right now but like <laughs> god dude i sound like my dad this is terrible we're olive garden put your damn phones away <laughs> sometimes you know i'm like babe please put the phone down <laughs> did, we're you text olive me? Guard. did you fucking text me by your house <laughs> that shit's weird on the other side of the couch bro well like i'll be in the room sometimes just chill and play my xbox and my wife will just text me something random and it's usually a meme it's never anything serious but i'm like why'd you text me 
And she's like, well, you get mad when I show you this shit. I'm like, well, because I'm in the middle of a game. That's different. <laughs> yeah, forget Tony and I will be in the same, Tony and I will be in the same room. And I'll just randomly send him TikToks. He'll be like, I can hear. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm right here, bro. She's just turn your phone around. But I'm I do like, no, get him. It's about the experience. <laughs> it's the experience. It's that little fun of finding something in your pocket. Like, ooh, surprise. Somebody messaged me. <laughs> I hate, dude, so I took this uh, thing off my phone. I hate when uh, I would get a text message, and it wouldn't even say the person's name. It would just say new text message. And I'd get all excited, like, ooh, it's my wife or, you know, somebody important. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's Austin. Ah! <laughs> it's Austin. Like, oh, it's Aaron. They're right next to me. What the fuck? I had to turn that off. I was like, nah, it's getting too exciting. I'd rather know, like, oh, Austin sent me a meme. Or... Oh, Aaron's probably drunk texting me. <laughs> Sometimes to this day, I still get scared when my dad texts me. I don't know why, dude. It's just text it's messages. What I do. Like, what the fuck do I want to open this? It's usually something loving, but I'm always afraid because my dad will text me out of the blue, love you, son. Don't take life for granted. I'm like, dude, you're talking like somebody that's about to go kill somebody and like this might be the last time I ever hear from you. Please don't do that. Dad, dad, please don't chick chick fly. Please don't. That's my fear. You see it a lot in movies. That's why they're like, hey, if I ever had one last thing I could say to you, it's that I love you. And then she's like, what? And he's gone. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's not fair. And that's exactly what that feels like sometimes when people text me and say shit like that. I, I would text somebody like, yo, I'm literally about to kill myself. So if you got anything to get off your chest, get it now. That's fucked up. But hey, maybe that's actually a good thing because people will be like, all right. I'm going to let him know about what I did to his girlfriend. <laughs> but I got pissed, so pissed off. I can't kill myself. I got to kill you first. We live in such a weird world, though, man. Like, I just, it's weird how we only text people now, and that's our only real form of communication. So, like, I don't mind being on the phone. I don't like talking on the phone for hours on end unless it's productive. So, like, um, whenever you call me, it's productive. Whenever my friend calls me, <laughs> so not you, not my other friend, my other dumb friend, when he calls me, not productive. Like You're the only friend I have that calls What's me up? and it's productive. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, Austin's calling, and then I'm like, hi, friend. What's up, friend? Let's talk about productive shit. <laughs> other friends call me, and it's like, oh, <laughs> I know this ain't going to go well. Hey, not what's up? The sky is blue today. Yeah, like, hey, man, what are you doing? You ever Just get that? Chilling? You ever get in that okay loop? Like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's like a okay. weird silence. You okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. It starts not sounding like words. Like, yep. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, but no, seriously, you're the only friend I have that calls me and it's productive. I'm like, okay, at least I know that we can talk. That's because I don't got time to talk about non-productive crap. All right, that's what a text message is for. Yeah, exactly. And the problem is people use productive shit for texting. That's where it's annoying. You're like, dude, this is a long paragraph. I don't know if I can text you back. You started getting really stressed out and sweaty. <laughs> it's like it's too many words. It's too many words. My sister's guilty of this. She'll send me something, and then she sends me follow-up paragraphs, and I don't have time to respond. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to call you. This is too much. But then I call and it's like a two second sentence. Yeah, if you send a text message, it comes in one message. You don't get eight. Right. It's just like, hey, bro, check out that new Family Guy episode, LOL Classic. Because <laughs> that's not a productive conversation. That's just you being a smart ass. 
But when it's like, hey, man, I got to talk to you about something serious, so I might be going away for a while. Then that's a, <laughs> that's a productive conversation. That's a phone call. That's not a... Um... Right. Like, you don't like, call yo, your homie about like, family guy. Like, yo, buddy, I got to tell you that you're not an alcoholic. That's not a text message or that's a, a, a face. <laughs> that's that's not a that's not a Facebook comment, dude. I've been steaming about that, so I know this is not a, a this is not the shitty podcast episode. This is the serious one, but it's about to get shitty. You know, the more I thought about that whole thing, even after listening to our episode, you know what bothered me the most was that that's a phone call. That is not something you air out on Facebook. And then she accused me of something else, but blocked it, so I couldn't read it after I read it the first time. Basically saying that I was a piece of shit person as a father and a husband. We'll just put it that way. And it pissed me off because I was like, not once did I air out your dirty laundry on here. I should have. But I was like, no, that's an immature thing to do. That's a but you're just a better person. Well, that's what it is. Like, you're supposed to be the better person. Like, was I being immature by saying that? <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, this is a uh, day two of round one from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was day two whole other um, comment thread but basically if for those of you that did hear our sunday episode i had a little run-in with two dumbasses, and then uh one dumbass came back from the dead the next day and commented on something that was very pure to me about admitting that i had a problem and that i am now 50 something days clean well this person decides to accuse me of being a phony basically which is funny because i'm like Man, it, it's kind of like a, it's like when you see someone doing drugs and they point at you when the cop shows up. Shit. This dipshit has a problem, too. We'll just put it that way. But that's a phone call. You should have called me and went, I got a problem with you. Nah, I'm going to do this on Facebook. Because here's the thing, dude. When you comment on somebody's shit, you really don't know who's reading it. And it's usually family and friends. This person should have known they were going into like a verbal rape. <laughs> I, hate to say that, I got was I, I got pissed off and just freaking started went in on her and I really hope she read it because that was funny as hell. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I read that after I was done and I was laughing. I wrote some funny crap, so I better not have wasted that. She better have read that and felt bad about herself. I hate to say this, but I hope she did because bro, <laughs> this person's mom died. <laughs> She died when she was a kid. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it just hit me today, nope. too. I was in the shower thinking about it. So I said, I said to screw her and her, my mommy didn't love me enough when I was a child outfit Don't selection. Because <laughs> she dressed like a wannabe emo. At some point, I said, shrapnel with, with her shrapnel on your face, like a mother trucker, because she's got like 32 different piercings in her head. Oh my god, dude! I'm so I'm not laughing at the dead mom thing. I'm just laughing because oh, I am. <laughs> so it, no, I didn't think about that when you put it. I was just laughing at the comment, but I was in the shower today and I was like thinking about it because it's been festering in my head. Like, man, who the fuck does that? Should have called me and said that. Should have been an adult. And then I'm like, Aaron, not helping as always. Family got my back. Austin's definitely got my back. Oh fuck, he made a <laughs> mom. <laughs> Her mom's been dead since I can remember. My wife so telling me about it. Accurate. Oh, 100 percent. So here's the thing, Austin. As much as I love you, you breathe shit into existence, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. But anyway, um, where was I? Yeah. So basically, 
some things are a phone call, not a yes, text absolutely. message or a Facebook post. Like, oh my God, did you see that that person's soon to be mother-in-law got involved on the comment thread or did, were you blocked from all that? Oh, I, I literally, I really did that. And then my phone died and then I got home and I wanted to look and see if anybody responded and I was blocked. So I didn't get to see anything after I commented. See, and everybody else will tell me that too. Chanel couldn't see certain stuff. I was the only one that could see everything. I'll have to send you screenshots. I took screenshots in case Tweedledee and Tweedledum decide they're going to keep fucking with me. So that way, you know, if I got to go legal with this and call child protective services, I don't want to, but I'm just kidding. I don't think I could ever do that, dude. That was just a joke. Um, but if it does get to something where it's like, oh, great, now I'm going to have to have proof that I wasn't just being a prick, even though I kind of was. I'll admit I was being immature. Like, I shouldn't have said what I said, but the problem is, is it's the truth. I have a really hard time lying, dude. That's why I'm such an asshole, because I tell people the way it is, and that always gets me in trouble. But I think that's because in life, people don't want to hear the truth. They want to be comforted with something right. else. Like, if I was sitting with you, and let's say you were crying, right, and you would said that, it was something personal to you. Like uh, maybe you were engaged and you found out she was doing something she wasn't supposed to be doing and it was hurting you, but she was treating you like shit. You wouldn't want to hear from me like, bro, that's not someone you want to be with. That's not worth right. it. Most people don't want to hear that. They want to hear, look, dude, talk to her, go to her. But I'm sorry, dude. If a chick's doing that to you, don't go to her. Like, don't Get do a that. Box and stand outside the window. Right. People want to hear that. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you need to tell people the truth. But nobody wants to hear that, bro. And that's why, like, I think I get myself into a lot of trouble. That's why I don't have a lot of friends because I tell them how it is. I mean, our good old friend Aaron doesn't like when I tell him the truth sometimes. But he's man enough to take it, so that's good. Right. The problem is, is, yeah, we live in a society where you can't tell people the truth. They want to lie. But here's the problem with lying. Not only is it wrong, but it doesn't feel right. What if you get called out on it 20 years from now? Like, you made a tweet and you lied. No, I'm saying like that's some scary shit. Everything right. now has to be a fucking digital record. So like, I just I just don't feel right. I can't have it on my conscience to not tell the truth. It'll bother me. It right. really will fucking bother me. So I'm like, I just I'm about to lose a friendship. But I'm gonna tell them the truth. Like, bro, your mom left you. <laughs> I have a friend like that. I'm so sorry because this is a sensitive topic, but like. He was always chasing his mother, but his mom wanted nothing to do with him. She even told him that. She Ooh. said, yeah, she said, I want nothing to do with you. That's fucked up to hear. That fucks you up. Right. But I was like, dude, I'm about to destroy this fucking friendship. Because he's sitting there like, why won't you text me? I'm like, bro, she never wanted anything to do with you, and she still doesn't. Why would you chase someone who won't chase you back? Absolutely. And we never talked after that. But. Oh. It's kind of true, though. I mean, I don't know what it's like having a parent abandon me. I know what it's like having two parents abandon me temporarily so that they can deal with each other. Not to say that they walked out of my life, but to say that they walked away from me to deal with each other because they didn't know how to properly deal with it. They were my age. You know what I mean? Like, they were married at my age, and they didn't know how I still don't know how to deal with certain shit. I'm learning. All I'm saying is they're learning. But anyway, I don't know what it's like to have a parent walk out on me, but I do know that if a parent walked away from me and didn't want to come back and then they did and told just to tell me they didn't want to come back, I don't want them there. That's that's me, though. That's just me. Some people, it's different. Because, like, dude, let's be honest. Who doesn't want a mom or a dad? You know what right. I mean? Like, that's rough. 
one of my best memories is like my dad or my mom comforting me, telling me they love me. Like that's the greatest memories you could have. But that's so hard when you're someone that wants that and that person won't give it to you. That's it's fucked up. It's not something to laugh about either. It really is fucked up. But there is no such thing as too soon. So jokes are always good. It's the best medicine. Hey, if you can't laugh at it, then it's... If you don't laugh at it, is it really traumatic? Well, that's the way I see it, dude. Like, my best uh, relief is laughter. So, like, when my... um, Shit, my grandpa died. I was heartbroken, but I was always like, shit. Well... At least now I know that I don't have to pester him anymore about taking his medicine. And everybody looked at me like, you evil son of a bitch. And I'm like, it was a joke. Like, he hated taking his medicine. And I hated right. having to tell him all the time because it was hard. Or I would make little jokes I'm like, hmm, smells like grandpa in here. Because my table sometimes smells like cigarette smoke. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it in front of certain people because they get upset. Yeah, when my, when my, great, when my great-grandma died... Um, we still to this day when someone says that we don't like she was she she got to a point where when she was getting really bad in the brain she really didn't like to get boss around and she'd go okay boss and throw her hands up in the air and anytime <laughs> someone talks smack I go okay boss and just okay boss <laughs> and just walk out and oh, it's funny God. to me but I've I, I had like a cousin who was like legitimately um le- was like legitimately scarred there she was like. Like you can't do that, yeah. grandpa. <laughs> I don't get why people get so offended so easily. Like, dude, as a Christian, I don't get offended a lot. I get mad when people make me feel like shit for being a believer, but I don't care about jokes. Jokes are hilarious. I just, I don't get where people are like offended by shit. Like, okay, so let's say I hate doing this, but let's say somebody close to me died and I lost them, right? Right. If somebody makes a joke, I'm not going to be offended, but when they flat out say, like, no, they died to get away from you because you're a shitty person, that's not a joke. That's fucked up. That warrants... Yeah, that warrants being offended. But when you're making a joke about them, that's totally different. Like, that's how you escape. For me, the best medicine is comedy. Like, when I'm having a bad day, dude, or I'm having a horrible time, I always put on something funny or just watch something funny because, to me, humor is, like, the best. It's just... I love it, man. I love jokes, too. The more offensive, the better. That's always been my thing. Like, I've got such a dark and twisted humor that I've been kicked off of Facebook numerous times. <laughs> and I've made people look at me like, I don't know if uh, we should be talking to each other anymore. Like, right. I've made people question their sanity. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, That's me. My, my thing is... Um, you know, my big issue is that I have a weird dark sense of humor because that's how I deal with like major trauma. Right. Yeah. And, me too. And it just and it, it throws a lot of people off, which I find so hilarious. Well, could you imagine being that person though? Like, say you made a joke right about like your grandma, and they're like, "Huh, I don't know if I should laugh or feel bad," but you're over there <laughs> dying. You're just cracking. <laughs> I had friends do that shit to me all the time, dude. Like. uh when I used to be friends with Tweedledee and Tweedledum, one of them made a joke about his dad. Now, full disclosure, his dad left when he was a young kid. So right. he knows what that's like. Well, he made a joke and, you know, he was like, what did he say? Oh, yeah, he was like, I'm glad I quit smoking, bro. It was just too hard to go into the store and get those pack of cigarettes because 
sometimes all I think about is what if I go in there to get those cigarettes and then I never come back to my kid, kind of like my dad did to me. And he just starts dying. And I was like, should I laugh? Like, I don't know what to do. It was funny as hell. But I'm like, is he having a meltdown? But he's sitting there dying. He's just cracking up. Yeah, I don't want to laugh at his pain, but I was like, maybe that's what he's doing is laughing at his pain because that's his way of dealing with it. That's my way of dealing with shit is humor, and we're all too fucking sensitive. Like, okay, to me, the funniest thing in the world is something happening to you that you are literally afraid of. For me, you know, in this instance, um, I get bit by a poisonous snake, but I survive. That's the funniest shit ever, do because I'm terrified of snakes. Like, I'm so scared. <laughs> How ironic would it be if I did get bit by one and it was the one right. I was afraid of? Like, I'd crack so many jokes about it, but people get traumatized and they're like, yeah, I can't go to a zoo anymore. <laughs> or an olive garden. <laughs> God, I'm hungry. I don't know why I just started thinking about food, man. This isn't the Food Network, but I was, I was sitting here thinking about calzones and shit. But anyway, I made some um, yesterday for dinner. I made um, oh shoot, chilarianos. Hell yeah! Uh, so now we got some the bomb. Got two poblanos, and then. Scorched them on the outside, rubbed the burn off, stuffed them full of uh, like monster enchilada cheese, and fire, deep fried those mother truckers, and then smothered <laughs> them in enchilada sauce and more cheese on top with some Spanish rice on the side. Oh, hallelujah! Praise Jesus! You know, we should do an episode about food. When me and John were trying to do our podcast, that was one of our biggest goals was do an episode about food. The problem is, is we uh, trailed off a lot, kind of like me and you do. Like, we just got off topic, and he was like, we can't talk about food. That ain't going to work. And I was like, why not? And he's like, because you're going to be sitting there talking about how love, how much you love your steak, and I'm going to be talking about how much I love to squirt some juice onto your steak. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. That's too hard. Wow, but I would love to. that's nasty. Well, not the juice part. I would love to talk about food. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, to be honest, I'm not cooking over here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on i gotta <laughs> i'm not gonna be cooking over here anymore <laughs> like just full disclosure i'm not cooking over here anymore <laughs> dude that shit was so funny um uh, so uh, we were sitting here um we've been quarantined for a week and i was just sitting here getting ready to um go home so um, Tony's wife was making him food and Tony says, I like it when you cook for me. It's hot when you cook for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be cooking here <laughs> He's like, nope, putting the shirt back on. Fuck this. Back up, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Oh my god, that reminds me of that meme I saw. Um, Roses are red, coronavirus is scary. Put it in reverse, back up, Terry. Like... <laughs> Where did that come uh, from? Back up so, okay, okay. So you've never seen that the uh, the original video? No, no. Oh my god! So there's like a group of dudes, and they're all standing in the middle of the road, and they're lighting off like fireworks, and they put this giant fountain down and light it. And Terry's in a uh, like electric wheelchair, and his electric wheel his electric wheelchair dies right next to the uh, thing as it's about to go off. So it's like, <laughs> Terry. Terry, get away, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. And he's just like spamming the button, freaking out. And the freaking um 
Fireworks just starts going off next to him. He's like sh- covering himself up. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh no, Terry! And he's just getting pelted by this freaking Uncle Terry, dude. That's uh, I gotta look that up now. I'm Where assuming it's Terry? on YouTube. Yeah, if you just, I think if you just put in put it in reverse, Terry, it'll pop up. Oh, dude, perfect. I found a John Cena meme. I was gonna tell you about. Oh, you know what? Let's visit this topic. COVID. Let's get back to that. Yeah, if you uh, just if you just type it, put it in reverse, Terry. It's very first, but it's fifty eight seconds long. <laughs> put it in reverse, Terry. <laughs> oh, no, Terry, put it in reverse. Oh, my God. The way he says it is so it's so great. Now I gotta see it. But yeah, no, I'm gonna. They have to listen. Oh, oh, dude, that's terrible. I can just hear his fear. <laughs> oh, fuck, no. Oh, shit. Oh, Lord. We're in reverse, Terry. He says, oh, Lord, what are you doing, Terry? And they all leave him there? That's fucked up. <laughs> There's like Not one, one guy... person got away. The, the best part is that one guy is hiding behind his wheelchair. <laughs> he's sitting there really... and he's trying to kick it over. He's the smartest dude there is in that whole video. <laughs> Yo, this is very informal, but um, I, I just figured I'd do it here. That's how much you mean to me. Would you like to come over this Sunday for WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view? This Sunday night. If you're not busy, I mean, I don't know. I was going to text you, but then I was like, hey, I'll just do it on the show. On Sunday? Yeah. Uh... I forgot it was this Sunday because I wasn't intending on watching it, but I'm kind of looking forward to the two Elimination Chamber matches. Yeah, I come over Sunday. Fuck yeah, let's do it. The pay-per-view, I mean, not sex. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, um, hell yeah. Uh, ooh, excuse me. Are we going to make some food? Yeah, I figured why not. We'll treat it like we do with all the pay-per-views we've been watching. Hell yeah. I was thinking, um, I'll let you pick this time since I picked wings and shit last time. Um, just let me know what you want to do and we'll we'll pay for it. I mean, we'll do it why not? People but, are like, uh, come on, retards. We don't care. <laughs> yo, watch party. Like, everybody join us for an episode on a Sunday night. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be weird, though, because there'd be a lot of people like, you guys are bullshit. I can see you. It's what The Undertaker told John Cena. <laughs> Dude, that's my favorite part. I'm watching you. Excuse me? That's exactly what The Undertaker said. <laughs> oh, fuck. We're excuse me? Ma'am? Ma'am? Um, excuse me? Do you do you support the U.S. military? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm so, oh, my yes. God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I've been getting phone calls on. Well, well, a member of the – a decorated member of the United States Marine Corps could really use support. Oh. Oh, absolutely. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> There will be no mother fluffing, mother freaking super mother freaking slam in this mother freaking house. We are never letting wrestling back in our house again. To to those of y'all who don't understand what we're referencing, it's one of the greatest videos in the history of the world. It's some dude prank calling some lady pretending to be uh, like WWE uh, super slam and. They just get her like twelve, like five or six times in a row, and she gets progressively angrier and angrier. And it's it's well, perfect. 
if you want to get technical, it would be SummerSlam, but they made it up to be more of a parody, which is perfect. Super Slam, that sounds like something WWE would do. And that's why, see, here's the thing. I love the, um, I love the culture behind John Cena memes because I actually like John Cena. That's why I'm like, dude, he became a joke within himself. Like, it's like Samuel L. Jackson, dude. He's pretty much a parody of himself now. And that's what John Cena is. It's hilarious. Even that it was a stupid ass decision. I've elected to ignore it. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite Samuel L. Jackson from Avengers. We're like, we have elected to launch a nuclear bomb on New York. And he goes, No, you're not. And he goes, A decision has been made. He goes, Well, it's given that it's a stupid ass decision. I've elected to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> you and know, so all the time. I'll be talking to like dudes who are technically in charge of me. They're like, you should do this. It's like, no, I don't think so. They go, well, we said you're going to do it. I said, well, given that's a stupid ass decision, I like to ignore it. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that at work now. My boss will like, you're fired. <laughs> oh, I'm fired. All right, I'll text you later. Because uh, that's kind of what that relationship is like. Like A lot of the people I work with, I usually text them outside of work. So it's going to be really awkward on the day I get fired, if it ever happens. I don't know. Tony, oh, podcast. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting for. Because I've had people ask me all the time, aren't you worried about getting fired? Because you say a lot of like fucked up shit. And I'm like, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If I get fired, it's the best thing that could ever happen to me because I've been trying to. Tony's like, I need that um I need that unemployment. <laughs> I can't quit. <laughs> no, it's like a it's a chase for me. So the line of business I'm in, they just don't fire people. And I'm like, <laughs> Man, I just want to get fired now. <laughs> just kidding. Tony, okay, Tony no. was Tony was told you can't be fired, and he said, "You know what? Try." Gonna, yeah, they're like, "Oh, it's really hard to get fired in this line of business." And I'm like, mm, "That sounds like a challenge." No, I'm just kidding. I take my job very seriously, and I would not like to lose it. But if I did, it wouldn't hurt me that much. Just <laughs> a little bit with paying bills. It wouldn't hurt my heart. It just hurt my pocket. Oh, yeah. Like, it, we would suffer. My wife would probably be extremely pissed. <laughs> How do you go home and say that shit? Like, you see it in movies all the time. A dude gets fired, doesn't tell his wife for like a week or whatever, and she, finds <laughs> out, she calls the work. I'm like, bro, that's the worst thing you could do. You should probably just say it once you get home. Because my dad made a good point. You know, uh, we had a – I don't like airing my personal business, but fuck it. Uh, a couple of years ago for Christmas, I ran into some negative, like, overdraft charges – Check was short because I didn't work that much. I hurt myself. Um, we were working with like 200 bucks for that month because I missed so much work. Christmas was coming. And I was like, how do I tell my wife Christmas is not happening because we got bills to pay? I was scared. I was like, dude, I don't want to disappoint her. My dad was like, dude, if she loves you, she'll understand and you guys will get through it. And I was like, no, dad, you don't understand. And he's like, I do. I've been there. And I'm like, okay. So I told her and. He was absolutely right. I don't get why people don't just talk. Again, back to the relationship thing. Why don't people communicate with each other? Like, you can't text your wife, hey, I lost my job. <laughs> yeah, some things require a phone call. Right, like posting on people's walls. <laughs> <laughs> like Just in a comment section in your wife, just like, yo, I got fired. <laughs> dude, that's going to be... She has no idea how much she's inspired me now because I'm going to make that like my book title. You were never an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell Dude, yeah. Like, that's an inspiring line. Like now I choose to use it and live by it. Like, okay, I was pissed off at first, but I was just like, too, that could really use this for something. It's like when my dad once told me that uh, I was fucking with him and he's like, Dude, you are being so lazy. 
you need to get this room clean. And I was like, Dad, I'm a peaceful person. I give it time. And with all this negative energy, nothing's getting done around here. <laughs> and I was absolutely right. <laughs> Granted, but, uh, I was being a lazy ass. I was, yeah, I was seeing red after that thing. I was about to... Little do they, I don't think they understand how close I am to them, and I can walk to the house. Oh, I knew you were pissed because you were saying shit you don't normally say. I was like, oh, <laughs> he's not happy. And I was going to message you like, bro, what the fuck? But I chose not to because, dude, I ignored it after she blocked me, but like, I was getting positive feed from everybody, which I wasn't looking for anybody's sympathy, but it was nice to know that people supported me. So, you know, it was a good feeling, but it was just coming and going, and I was like, man, there's a lot. I'm going to wait to get to all these and that's when you messaged me. I'm about to go down the street and throw some money. In the <laughs> you just you just go up to the door, open the door, and then you see Tweedledee and Tweedledum being thrown out. Like, oh! <laughs> and off just, leaves the car. Just those little emo boots sticking out the snow, kicking. You just see Austin right to the front door. <laughs> Boom! Kicks it in. Comes out. Two people come flying out. Then Austin walks away. <laughs> like, no, all I, all I have to do is just drive by with a really big magnet. All you, <laughs> all you gotta do is drive by in a car that says Child Protective Services. That'll freak them out. <laughs> Oof, just I'm stick a... that, just stick that magnet right at the front door. All you hear is, <laughs> um, "What the fuck? What are you doing here? Hey, let go of me!" <laughs> I'm stuck on the door. Dude, that shit sucks being thrown in the snow. Like, so my dad, when I was a kid, I used to think it was funny. He would throw his like head into the snow and stand up and let his legs kick. He knew I thought it was funny, so he would do it. But man, I feel like he deserves props because I tried it one time and I was like, <laughs> my fucking face! Was so it was all the big Olivia laughing. She's dying. And I'm like, ow, ow. You ever been so cold, dude? It feels like you had plastic surgery on your face. Yeah. <laughs> that shit sucked. And I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> all for fucking laughs. But, uh, <laughs> dude, freaking <laughs> negative. Seven degrees the other day. Horrendous. I'm so glad I didn't have to go anywhere, dude. I was stuck at the hospital anyway. That was the thing. It was snowing when we were there for Olivia's surgery. And I was like, dude, I'm so fucking glad I don't got to go anywhere. Because it sucks trying to catch the bus in the morning. Being a poor ass man, dude. It blows. In the morning at like negative 13 degrees. Yeah, dude. It's not fun. It's like the worst shit that's ever happened in my life. And I'm like... Well, time to suck today's dick. <laughs> yeah, I woke up at like 2 a.m. and I saw it was negative 11. I was like, yo, Tony's going to have to catch the bus. <laughs> no, uh, Summer was going to pick us up that day. And I was like, oh, I hope we don't have to leave yet. Because I woke up like 6 and I couldn't sleep. Oh, no, dude, I've had to catch. Like, here's the thing. I'm supposed to be responsible and ride the bus. Half the time I get, well, okay, no, that's not true. About 90% of the time I take Uber and waste money. Because I'm so lazy, I can't wake up. And then, like, sometimes I walk outside. After I actually got up at 4 a.m., got in the shower, and I get ready to go catch my bus, I walk outside, and I'm like, nope, come back inside, sleep for an extra 30 minutes, and then catch the fucking Uber. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm about to. I'm about to expose you a little bit on the internet, Tony. You got to get that damn driver's license. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> Only my friends you know drive that. Drive to work. <laughs> nope, everybody know. knows now. Everybody knows now. Tony is almost 29 years old and does not have a driver's license. I've never had a driver's license. I had a permit till I was 21, and then I went to go get my shit renewed, and I didn't have glasses, so I just did a state ID. Oh, no. So now i got to get a permit again and a driver's license on the same day. But um, 
besides all that, now that everyone knows how poor I am. It's not poor, um, it's just, it's just, well, it's not poor, it's just lazy. It's just pure laziness. No, it is. It's, it's pure laziness, dude. I kept saying I was going to do it, and I got so used to my wife driving everywhere that I just gave up completely. I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. Now I'm like, no, nah, I really need it. Because even when I get a car, I can't expect her to take me to work and pick me up every day. That's right. rough. Especially with but, two children. Yeah, dude. And she's going to need the car. You know what I'm saying? Groceries and shit. Like, I want an extra car. I'll get the shitty car, and she could have, like, the nice soccer mom van that she doesn't want but doesn't know she's going to get. <laughs> yeah, you she's can, getting that car. You, you can, I'm, I'm sure you could work something out where you can you, you could take the car to work and she could. Yeah. There will be days like that. Shit, man. We're running into that time. It's pretty much all I've had to have. You got anything important? Nope, not really. Oh, good, because I'm going to keep blabbering on. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I said all I wanted to say, but I didn't mean for it to get personal. But now that it did, hashtag, you were never an alcoholic. Let's get that going. <laughs> hashtag, her mom didn't love her enough. Hashtag, the only attention she got was when she hit puberty before everybody else. <laughs> Hashtag shrapnel have an ass. <laughs> and don't forget, hashtag fuck Jim Cornette. We got to keep that going. I, I'm not going to stop until I get him mad at me. But anyways, you guys can check us out on all of our social platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, all walks of social media bullshit. But you also can definitely just go to our website. <laughs> give us some love and support at www.thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, for all the deaf people in the back, there's no signers here. That is www.thegreatgirthpodcast.com. I am Tony. That's my buddy Austin. We will see you guys on Sunday. Adios.